0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Value Guys Stock Talk Show.
1: I'm Val Hughes. And I'm Mo Mentum.
0: And we are 40.3-year Wall Street veterans who have had to take on secret identities and go underground in order to provide a couple of candid ideas to you here on the show each week. You've seen our faces on TV. You've seen us quoted in the news, but our bosses would never allow our unfiltered views on the air, so we've disguised our voices and they'll never know. This week, we have a couple of great or medium uh, stock ideas for you. And uh, but before we get to that, a couple of important caveats. First, this show is for entertainment purposes only. That's not a guarantee. Secondly, we are professional money managers and analysts. During the week, we do long detailed models. We talk to management teams. We ponder the valuations. We've been careful to do absolutely none of that here. And then uh, fourth. Um, and this should satisfy all the compliance people. Um, we do not have any of your interests in mind. We're only have our own greedy interests in mind, not yours. And then finally, and I'll just speak for myself, Mo, I've been drinking a, a little bit. So, um, uh, so see all our disclosures, comments, uh, you know, pictures our moms took at www.thevalueguys.com. Um, So, before we get started, a couple of comments. First, Mo and I have been doing this show for a long time. This is the 302nd show, so that's a lot of shows. Now, we've been gone for a little while. Um, You might think it's because of our tremendous success, and and you'd be right in case of Mo. But in my case, I've been working. uh, I I switched firms. The compliance people didn't like the show. We've been taking some time off. and but now i mean the market's been straight up you didn't need value guys but now we're back we need value guys stock market it's chaos out there mo what do you think
1: well you know part of our little hiatus is 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 my fault because i've been in i've been in lockdown for about two years now it's a part of my agreement with the federal government the we sentence had a little, was
0: commuted, I thought, though. Mom. No,
1: we had a little misunderstanding about some tax issues. Okay, um, But I, I do have a I do have a message for some of the people out there. They're whining about having six weeks of having to stay indoors. Try try it for three years. Try yeah. playing tennis with the GPS strapped to your ankle. Do you know how hard that is? It's hard.
0: Yeah. And did you make any friends that uh, like. uh you know, now, witness
1: witness protection is pretty pretty stringent about that. But I am embedded down here in Palm Beach, and um, where a lot of people are in witness protection here, actually, it's a, you know you, you go to the country club and, and most people are wearing ankle bracelets.
0: Yeah, well, they should um, be in that neighborhood. I understand. Uh,
1: but now that they're they're sort of easing some of the restrictions on me, I can get back on the show, which is great. It feel you know, and I'm start I'm working on my reentry into society.
0: Your voice only sounds partially disguised, so it it sound you sound like your old self, Mo.
1: I feel like I feel like my old
0: self. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you know, and I have managed to persuade the compliance people um, that this show is okay. I mean, in my own mind, I actually haven't talked to them, but we've done enough good work that I think we're going to be okay. So um, here's the deal for you, new listeners: we bring some great ideas every week. They always turn out to be just medium ideas, but they're from the heart let's say and um, and right after we do something that i think is dear to all our listeners and we've been missing it which is moes wall street news even though he's not on wall street he keeps up to date i think
1: well i actually can tell you that that i that, that better than wall street news now that i'm embedded down here with the 1% yeah i can
0: give
1: you i can give you a palm beach minute
0: please what's happening and do you are there any 2%ers there or
1: no? Not no. It's 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 1% and they vet that pretty carefully. If mm-hmm. you're in the say you're in the 1.5%, well then you live in West Palm Beach.
0: I see. Or and you I live
1: in that. but you but not on the actual island. I got and, it. And um yeah. there's there's two bridges, the northern bridge and the, the southern bridge to get onto the island. The southern bridge is where Trump's places. Mm-hmm. And um you know for for people that are visiting um you they they check your W2
0: absolutely you and need two you years of tax grand?
1: returns if you even just want to come here and visit
0: they make sure you show your tax returns yeah i th- i thought that was a the policy
1: there so so the the, uh, the great thing about about being here is we we you know we, we are not like the rest of the country but in a lot of ways we are we actually did have a, uh, a protest a black lives matter protest and uh one person was there
0: um uh, and did, were they impactful
1: You can't make this stuff up, so I gotta read you. This is from the Palm Beach Post. Letta Foster was the only person to show up on Tuesday at a 3 p.m. local demonstration on Palm Beach Island to protest George Floyd's death. Foster, 80 years old, carrying a Black Lives Matter sign said she came out because it was important to show people that she had no hatred in her heart. She says, I'm 80 years old and if I die, too bad, she says, about the risks of someone her age marching. So we did have one person. Mm-hmm. We, we did have our, we did have our, our, and, you know, so the, the article goes on and says that interviews with residents of the exclusive island enclave indicate that the lack of interest in the march was in part due to the misperception that Minneapolis was a Scandinavian country. So There's
0: a lot of people make that mistake.
1: It is true. But, but it's not that we're totally out of it, but it is it is a, it's, it's nice. The weather's great. You're, you're with your peer group
0: and social distancing appears to have been, um, maintained with, yes. with the, keeping the crowd sizes
1: down. Now you've been, you've been busy too, because you've been, you've been just hitting the ball out of the park. Tell well, us about
0: you know, what we did was again, listeners of the old show, uh, the show was largely true. I mean, we're running money and all that, Um, I joined a new firm and again, these compliance people, they're a pain in the ass. Can I say that? Listen, I call it the department of no, but, uh, we've managed to get through that. And yeah, we're putting up some very nice numbers in small cap value, but I don't think listeners would be shocked. No, we've been doing that a long time. In fact, I encourage listeners who are panicked right now, go to iTunes, uh, the shows are there. We've got all these shows from 08, 09 when the, we did something that other people didn't do, and I'm proud of it. We locked the windows. And that kept everyone safe. And uh, and so here we are today to live to talk about it. Um, and we locked the windows again. We had the playbook. So, uh, so but you're, now you're, I'm on the
1: first floor because I'm at home, you know.
0: But it's okay.
1: Um, so you're, you're, you're in the 1%, the top 1%, your performance. We are. We are. And uh, that's 1% out of how many uh, firms? There's
0: 720 uh, firms. I can't, that, that's getting too much into the zone of real life, uh, Mo. So, but we've done a good job and I, that's why I'm able to break out here because the compliance people, um, they can't fire me now. The numbers are too good. That's really where we're at. I'm still not telling them. I'm still disguising my voice, but I no longer fear, that they can do anything. And in my old gig, I was the compliance officer. So there you have it. Um, And again, before we get into the show, although we're using up a lot of the show just to not do the show, but just to chat with our listeners, we had some really nice emails. You know, we're kind of thinking, should we do the show or not? Right. Mo's busy. I'm busy. I don't even, I mean, we just have listeners calling. And so I had, here we have a couple of people. Let me just tell you who's been writing in here um well for example we had uh david zwald right in he said he liked the show we so we're back hey we're coming back he was very excited uh phil phil englander who invented the page count method of going through our materials we had been doing it randomly that was a nice insight by phil and uh jason treat wrote in we have a bunch of people uh, I can't name them all it would take even it would be more time wasted, but um, good listeners calling in writing in and um, they were a little upset last week Mo because I did a little teaser where I offered stock ideas and then I said, Oh, not really just a teaser. So they wrote in and said, Hey, you bastard, you said you were going to give some ideas and you didn't. That was the main message.
1: So we almost, we almost crashed the server.
0: I know that was bad news. And then, uh, but anyway, you want to get to it? You want to have, a, you've got, you've, my,
1: you've got, you've got a name.
0: What is so it? I've got a couple things I want to do. Um, we're just going to have an abbreviated show again, no one may care. So let's see if you do write in Val at the value guys.com. If you want this kind of pointless banter in your future, just let us know. And we're happy to provide that. And then our wives aren't getting the brunt of it you know you guys can't so but I do have a a quick idea I'd like to share I did a screen this week I call it my new 52 week low screen and of course at this point in the market it came up pretty much empty just criminal uh, enterprises were there so we went to um, a more traditional Ben Graham screen good balance sheets good valuation and I went through a thousand of these. I mean, I let the computer do it. And I came up with the one name that I think people would take want to take a look at. And it's called hooker furniture. H, uh, is the first letter of the ticker. O-F-F. Several other ones uh, as well. Uh, OFT are the other three. Yep. And, uh, and so hooker, what do I like about it? Well, Again, long-time listeners of the show. know I'm interested in cash-on-cash cash return. I like to think like a private investor. You put out cash, you want to get earnings. To me, EBITDA is the most objective measure of uh, cash flow before we decide what we're going to spend it on. And this stock has been beat up because the market thinks maybe. No one's going to need furniture. I don't know. Um, but here's what I do know. Furniture is really comfortable. People like to sit on furniture. Um, Hooker is a largely residential furniture. Kimball is also cheap. They do office furniture. I would not be buying office furniture. About 20% of office workers want to stay home now. So they're going to be buying furniture for their home. Um, Hooker has a pretty good balance sheet. Uh, Its returns are, uh, you know, mid single digits on assets. They have very little leverage, so they have a you know mid single digits return on equity, but they can move that very quickly with a little bit of leverage. They pay a dividend uh, that has been stable over time. It's not a giant yield, but um, you know it's it's uh, compared to the bank. I guess it doesn't need to be giant these days. It's selling at six times EBITDA. Uh, it's selling at half a sales. Its price to free cash flow is six, I think maybe that's kind of a 16% cash on cash return. The balance sheet's pretty good. And here's a stock that sells below book. So what's interesting is their return on assets is about average. It's four and a half percent, but that's on a book value that's probably overstated if they're selling at a discount to book. So the book might get written down at some point and that would help improve their ROI. So I don't want to You know, get too far into the weeds here, but furniture. The thesis is people need furniture, and they're going to move from the office to the home. This stock is acting as if um, there's going to be a recession where people don't need furniture. I happen to think that we're just shifting some consumer habits, and this is a a a name I think could be uh, you know quite uh, attractive over the next 12 months. So Mo, that's all I. That's my quick and dirty on that one.
1: Well, we were we were talking a little earlier today, and uh, and I just point out that today's Wall Street Journal has got a pretty interesting article that says, uh, "What happens when CEOs and stock analysts have the same first name?" And if you have wow. the same if you have the same first name as the CEO of a company that is stock, that's in the Wall market, Street Journal today. That is today's Wall Street Journal. Huh. It's nice and, that they're thinking of new uh, research uh, approaches. Well, this was done by the. Uh, by researchers at the University of California, Berkeley, and the University of California, Los Angeles. So the key here is you, you, you wanna look at the analyst who has the same name as the CEO, and you figure he's got some insights that hmm. other guys with the wrong name might not have. Like so, guys named Mo think alike a little bit, maybe. Exactly. Hmm. So I'm looking at a company called Patriot Transportation Holdings, and the ticker symbol is P-A-T-I. And um, I don't know if the analyst on this stock has the same name as the CEO. But here's what I do like. Hmm. Whoever the analyst is on this stock, he has a price target of thirty dollars. And the stock is trading at eight dollars, eight and a half bucks. Okay. So that's a two hundred and forty eight percent upside. So let's say he doesn't have the same name as the CEO and he's only half right.
0: Or what if he has a nickname that's the same as the CEO's nickname?
1: You don't know that. Let's take a worst case scenario. Let's say he has no name and it was generated by a computer with no name. The point is, even if he's half wrong, you still get a double out of the stock, more than a double. In your case, in the case of Hooker, the the target is up 17%. And so let's say you're only half right. It's either 8% up with hooker or 120% up with Patriot transportations. So Hmm. if you believe in analysts, which since we are, we kind of have to believe in analysts. Yeah. Well, there's clearly somebody knows something here. That's not evident in these numbers. So here's uh-huh. the other little tricky thing. When we were working with the last set of spreadsheets on our prior shows, the numbers went from left to right. And they went, they went more and more and more current as you went left to right. Mm-hmm. And it would say 19, you know, say 2000, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. I've noticed these are going in the other direction.
0: We've made a lot of important changes <clears throat> since then, Mo. Uh, we decided that the left to right was causing some biases we didn't like. And so we've completely mixed it up right to left. And um, I think that alone might account for our good performance. You know, if well, you very- think the current year is, is 10 years ago, that's going to lead to some very difficult performance. So we've completely solved that by
1: shifting the order of the years. Well, a simple uh- solution. It's a good thing I just figured that out because I'm looking at all these numbers and going, hey, these are looking better and the numbers are getting better and better and better. Of course, yeah. now that I realize it's going right to left, <laughs> they're actually getting worse and well, worse. Well,
0: uh, that sometimes doesn't matter. You know, half of the stocks you choose are wrong. Maybe this is the one that was going to be wrong, but because it's mixed up, it's going to turn out right. Well, uh, i I mean i'm looking at patriot the transportation industry is interesting because they're going through um a bunch of cross currents you know there's over capacity in vehicles and yet fuel is super cheap or cheaper than normal so um it's and then you know interest rates to borrow money to buy your fleet are cheap um there's a lot of cross currents this is the first recession where The energy market gave you a giant discount just to help you you know get back on your feet versus in 74 when oh we're out of oil or 09 oh the banks can't give you any money Um, this one was a little bit different in that all the levers of you know commerce were actually ready to go and so once the all-clear for humans to come back into the mix the capital and the equipment was already there and I think that's one reason we're able to, to get back quickly. Um, this Patriot looks like it's an interesting uh, idea.
1: Well, if, you, if, you, if you look at Patriot's net income, you can, you, for some reason, you think for a trucking company, I think about pipelines like and stuff like that. You think they're super stable. You put them in MLPs. But look at, look at what's happened with their net income. They've gone from $5 million in net income to $1.7 to yeah. minus. And if you go back over time... I mean these guys go from five million to one million back up to five million um, in consecutive years, so clearly it's whatever they're doing is volatile they're being penalized because th- because their their two thousand and nineteen numbers are are looking pretty bad. but the analyst clearly is thinking that you're going to see some kind of a tick up now you yeah. can't always determine. A, a get, get a final conclusion by just looking at these spreadsheets. But what you can do is get some intriguing um, in, in, intriguing ideas to, to go and do some further research. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying margins have been fairly stable. Revenues have been slipping a little bit, but not really a lot. They've been pretty stable, about a hundred million bucks a year. Um, I don't see anything catastrophic on their on their income statement. They did have something weird called cash from investing, and they 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 lost ten million bucks. Uh, that's that's a that's a year to date. They lost half a million bucks in two thousand nineteen. So maybe maybe if they started following some of our recommendations and resolve that issue and had the cash from investing post a little bit better returns, maybe that could move the stock. But to me, I'm, I'm intrigued with this. It seems like they're, they're not an industry that's, that's becoming uh, obsolete. And, and, and given the fact that it's been so volatile, I think they may just be having a, a rough patch, Do a little bit of further digging into this, and if it turns out that they're healthy, this may be an interesting company to take a look at. It's very, very rare, unless this is a typo, that you see an, a price target that's 250% above the current level.
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot of leverage in these truckers around fuel. And then this overcapacity has hurt rates. And I think the analyst, again, you know, it's a reasonable bet if both of those trends reverse out. So if you get higher, uh, you know, price per mile is the way they tend to price us. If that starts moving up because of capacity, um, you know, a year from now and fuel stays cheap, you can really lever the margin i think that's uh no this is a good one mo it's a good one and do your own homework everybody because um you know these things are uh you know we don't know right um i had one more comment um i think sometimes we take a break in the show and uh i'm forgetting it's been a while but we take a a break and then we play a song so right after this break I'm just, it's coming back to me now, Mo. Right after this break, we're going to come back with walking through national economic trends. So we'll be right back with that. All right, we're back. Wow, what'd you do in the break, Mo? I don't know. Anyway, um, this is just a practice show. Mo and I are you know, busy, but we're gonna give you a, just a little couple of things here that seem top of mind to everyone. Three economic ideas. These are all at FRED, Federal Reserve of St. Louis. Keeps a wonderful site. I've been advocating it for years and years and years. And this is right on their homepage, front page. FRED, first. Are we going to get a V or a swoosh? What do you think, Mo?
1: V or swoosh? Well, we were trying to figure out the swoosh before. You're talking about a Nike swoosh, right? Uh, well, I don't want to
0: say that because now we owe them $2,000. So I was just going to go, yeah, yeah. no, just a, a regular non-branded swoosh. Just, non-branded but swoosh. the idea from these economists, you need a lot of you need a lot of uh, education to be a fed economist and they've developed some ideas around recoveries. One of them, they call the V and I don't want to get into all the details, but if you can picture a V that's what they think could happen. And then the other camp, again, a lot of this is years of of education um, and detailed math and stuff like that. Whether I think they study, I don't know. Uh, alchemy but one thing they know is that it's either going to be a V which I've described in some detail or a swoosh which uh, we're on audio but if you can picture the name of the company I can't say in their logo will the economy sort of recover in that more swooshy longer way or the V that's what the Fed is wondering
1: hey Val given the fact that the numbers came out today and everyone was so surprised two questions. One, doesn't, doesn't that argue for a V and two with all the education and the algorithms and the alchemy, how could they be so wrong?
0: Well, I think one thing that we know has happened is they're just not employing enough alchemists anymore. Um, you know, my brother got a degree in that. He had a lot of trouble getting work. And I just think that, um, a lot of those guys were correct. Also, the economists were completely wrong as well. And we have uh, way too many of those because they were as correct as the alchemists. We don't have alchemists, so I'm wondering about that. And then um, I'd have to say, some of these plagues or asteroid, you know, it's hard to predict. We all know that. We've seen a lot of these illnesses that never led to the uh, panic and concern that we've seen in this one. But when you go and study history, it's 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 a regular thing. I mean, the thing about active management, I'm so excited to tell you about, and you know this, Mo, because you're an active manager, is all the quant models and the you know the uh, the passive m- management. It's all done with computer models and algorithms that study the past. They study past numbers, uh, but the numbers in computers don't go back that far. Like, guess what? The Russell indices started in the 90s. Computers started in the 60s. I mean, they don't have the data from the 1917 flu, or they don't have it from the 1876 uh, pandemic. You know, So all of a sudden, people with books have an advantage in information over people with computer data when you need to go and look at something that hasn't happened in 100 years. It's Active managers are in the Ascension Mo, here we are. Assuming assuming you have the book. I just had it a moment ago, wait a minute. Uh, Well, here it is, okay. Now listeners at home can't see it and Mo's an honest man though, but um, we have books that actually have that old period in it. and And so does the Fed.
1: And we've gone back um, to a lot of the, the really older texts, which are done in um, Egyptian hieroglyph- hieroglyphics.
0: Not um, only that, I've interviewed some of those authors. So you want to go back to the source and uh, make sure that uh, it's all correct. So here's what I'm, I'm, I'm going to say is that the evidence so far from the brain trust at the Fed is that we're going to have a V and um, the stock market was also saying that. So the Fed and the stock market agree. Um, I also want to say that um, the reason for that is that the other side is so predictable. People want to get back to work. The equipment, the fuel, the capital, it's all there. It's a very unusual recession in the sense that all the pillars of uh, capitalism are fine and working. It was just a healthy workforce that was missing. And that's very unusual. Not since... um, 1628 has that been the situation, but we're back to that now, Mo. Um, and we have some shows from then if people want to go and take a look at that. So the other thing is the unemployment rate came out today. I think it hit 13.5%. Some folks had thought it would be higher. It is the highest uh, in, in my lifetime uh, back in uh, 74 and 81, you know, right around 10, 11 was the highest it ever got. So that's big news. And then uh, I don't know. I had one other thing. Oh, one other thing, Mo, was the the uh, the Fed has put out a chart of the GDP of Washington D.C. and I would encourage everyone to go look at that. Washington D.C. the GDP is bigger than fifteen of our uh, of our states.
1: And um, and, and, it's what, also was, been and what was growing the fastest? And what was the reason for doing that?
0: They just put it on their front page. I think that um, the Federal Reserve, they pay a lot of attention. Actually, there's a lot of data about government spending, employment. There, again, listeners who have an interest in this, there's so much data, Fred. Uh, and they just happened to put this on the front page. And in the spirit of doing as little work as possible, a lot of my research you know, was based on what was on the front page. So, uh,
1: last, last question for you. If, we're, if it's a V recovery... The right-hand side of the V, are we are we done or is it still going up?
0: Um, well, GDP is workers times how much work. So I think you got a lot of people that are rushing back to work because they're just bored out of their minds. And then the other people are going to go back when the money runs out. So I think um, end of June... April, May, June, end of June is when I think you'll see a lot of people uh, back at work. The phased in, uh, you know, opening of cities is time for that. So I'm going to guess by fall, um, and and you know, the 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 journals from 1918 and 19 suggest this. People are going to largely get back to their normal lives, in my opinion, and the death rates just aren't supporting uh, continuing to be isolated for most. Groups obviously, if you're at risk or if you have an at-risk family member, you're going to have to take precautions for the next 12 months. But for most of us, I think um, you know the economy is going to get back to the races here in the fall. Be my guess.
1: So we still got some. We still got some upside.
0: Well, in terms of the market, I think so. You know, the other thing with the stock market, people need to pay, pay attention to is. All the valuation models, the discount rate tends to be around something like the 10-year bond yield. And if you go from 0.5 to 0.25, which is, wow, that's just 25 basis points, that is a double in the present value formula. I mean, these present value, all the valuation models are starting to just break down as you get towards zero, and that is a big buoy. For the market, uh, the S and P 500, in my view, has become the Treasury bond of you know worldwide equity buyers everywhere for the safety and stability of America. Which I'm saying that now with a caveat, with an asterisk, but it's still more you know, safer than other places. I think that's going to continue, Mo. So um, equities onward and upward.
1: So if this concludes our first show. I think the next show we should we should come back and, and and maybe we do some highlights from prior shows.
0: Well, we can certainly go dig out some old picks, see how we're doing. We've got yeah. a web page that we've kept some picks on. So um, any uh, any final thoughts for this show, Mo?
1: No, I think it's a, it's a good kickoff. And uh, we'll see what kind of feedback we get. And next Friday, we're 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 back on the air.
0: All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening in. Please write in uh let us know what you thought val at the value guys.com and uh look forward to talking to you all next week have a good weekend